Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. It's Wednesday. We got a bunch of wrestling to watch tonight, Larson, so let's keep this one brief. What's in the D? Impact. Impact's in the news. We don't talk about Impact a whole lot here, but uh, they're making some waves, potentially, during last night's episode. Impact ran a promo for Slammiversary. That's supposed to happen July 18th of this year. That's and, their and big pay-per-view event of the year. That's their WrestleMania, right? It is. Um, and in this promo, uh, there is a tease where there's a dude with a hoodie on pouring him some booze uh, sitting in front of a TV where there's a news report about uh, wrestlers being released. And yeah. there's a bunch of B-roll of uh, uh, those released talents. Actual footage of uh, Drake Maverick, of course. He was Rockstar Spud in Impact TNA, EC3, Gallows and Anderson, uh, Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, Mike and Maria Kanellis, Eric Young. Uh, there was, a, I believe, a Bulgarian flag yeah. in the thing. So Rusev. This is all for this now. All the footage that they aired, the only, like, I didn't realize all the footage they aired was Impact footage. Yeah. It's not like took this footage. So, like, at one point, Gallows and Anderson showed up. In Impact? Well, the I wonder if the shot of Carl Anderson was from uh, a previous... Because at one point, New Japan and, and, and TNA had a yeah. relationship. Yeah. I, don't, I don't recall how far that extended and whether that... I don't think it covered the Bullet Club years, but I could be I wrong. I don't think it did, but I swear I thought he was wearing a Bullet Club he shirt was. He in was. that he promo. Was. Yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't know where they took this footage from. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're claiming it's fair use, even though they're using it for marketing. I don't Who know. knows? But uh, yeah, so uh, all these people are in here. Uh, so Slammiversary, I, I kind of think I'll, I'll, I will speculate now on what I think this is. I think it's simply to, to debut Rusev and Impact. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the because, you know, the one person maybe they couldn't get footage for they didn't want to use WWE footage or something I don't know um, but one guy they really couldn't get footage for was Rusev but I think that because they showed the Bulgarian flag and there was a hooded figure there I think that's Miro and I think the idea is hey all these people have been released he's watching this happen he's watching you know all these people out there mm-hmm. he's going to be the guy he's they they're all making their decision he's making his decision it's going to be slam anniversary that's yeah. that's my feeling on this as opposed to all these people are going to be making an appearance at, at Slammiversary. That yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's definitely not a situation where they're all going to be there. I think it's going to be one one person. You, you're, you're of the same mind then, right? That it's yes, probably yes. going to be Miro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would suspect that, that, that Miro is probably um, up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you never know. There's so many of the, the release superstars who have previous ties to Impact. And, of course, sure. you know, when most of them left, it was... Uh, a, a different group of people in charge so uh, who knows if uh, now that you know they got scott demore uh, don callis running the show would they be more inclined to return to impact um now uh, you know as opposed to what the situation was like several years ago and oh i think that's yeah i think that's a no-brainer i think that that yeah i don't think anybody would have any reservations about going to impact in terms of like what the previous regime was like, mm-hmm. I think if you know, obviously they want to look at impact situation currently and say, okay, is this a good business move for me? As opposed to should I, should I really be trying to go to AEW? Should I wait out in New Japan? Um, I think I mean impact has proven to be a viable 
alternative for you know a lot of really really good wrestlers i've been i have been endeavoring i've been trying to figure it out in my schedule uh to watch impact because they have got they especially their women's division is a killer division mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they have a lot of really really great talent um i was watching a little bit yesterday on the twitch uh when it was on uh and uh and I don't know. I think I tried to watch a little bit last week, and I just it was so hard to sketch out the time. As soon as I started, something happened. I don't know, Bama comes running or whatever. So like outside of what we you know we 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 recap on a weekly basis, I've been trying to watch uh, uh, Impact. And in fact, like this tease, well, this tease, I'll be honest with you, almost guarantees, and I'm going to check out Slammiversary mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because you know if nothing else, if nothing else, maybe Impact can be. It can turn into sort of a triple mania event for us where, hey, you know, well, you don't watch Impact during the year, but we'll catch Slammiversary. We'll see what they're doing once a year. Yeah. Um, as long as they're still around. Uh, you know, a lot of great young talent there. Chris Bay is there. Mm-hmm. Um, the the North, their tag team uh, champions are pretty darn good. Um, yeah, there's a lot to like about Impact right now. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It seems like they're doing some good stuff. Uh, at least one of those names suggested by this promo package uh, might be heading back to WB. However, on a recent wrestling observer radio, Dave Meltzer speculated that Drake Maverick might be staying put saying the following transcripts from Russell talk quote, if Maverick is really leaving, he shouldn't beat anyone on the way out. That doesn't even make sense. So I can't imagine them not keeping him. I mean, it just doesn't make sense at all. Brian Alvarez followed up by saying, quote, I do now know the situation with Drake Maverick. I don't want to say too much, but I will tell you for various reasons. I think this guy was rehired. We'll have to wait to know for sure. Okay, so wait a second. <laughs> he claims that he does know the situation with Drake Maverick. If you do know the situation with Drake Maverick, Larson, wouldn't you be able to then definitively say that his situation is he's with the WWE unless, or not? Unless... Alvarez does not have 100% faith in his source or sources. Okay. So right. what he could be mean is, I do know the situation as related to me by my contact. However, uh, this contact might not be 100% reliable. Why? That's, that's a lot to read into, my friend. <laughs> it's, uh, to me, I'll be honest, to me it sounds like he does know he has been rehired. He wants to try his damnedest not to say for sure. He wants to have it both ways. He knows he's been rehired. He doesn't want to definitively say that, definitively say that, but he basically says that. Yeah. Um, and and what, what so what Meltzer says is, is I, I understand the logic there for sure. You know, why would they be telling this amazing story with Drake Maverick when he's on his way out? I mean, it's not like the WWE to, to do these altruistic things. They didn't give this to anybody else who was released. Um, which is why I thought after those first couple wins, yeah, they're probably going to rehire this guy. Also, I think yeah. didn't Drew McIntyre in an interview with Alex McCarthy just like the other day say uh, that, God, okay, I before I before I spout my mouth off, I swear Drew McIntyre said so. I've been having a lot of very vivid dreams lately, yeah. and I want to make sure this isn't one of those. Uh-oh. Uh, you, you've been <laughs> oh, seeing, here we go. Okay. Watch Dreamscape yeah. lately or something? <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see here. This is from Cage Side Seats. Um, okay. He told this to Sports Kita. I don't know who interviewed him at Sports Kita. Uh, he said, uh, It, he said, the story of, uh, okay. So he says, uh, It's the real Drake Maverick, referring to the story of the cruiserweight thing. 
uh, tournament. He said, that's the real spud. He's very, very passionate about this industry, much like myself. He's always wanted to do it. Uh, Here we go. He says, he's so talented when it comes to his mind. He could be writing the show. He could be helping with characters. He could be on the show. He could be a manager. He's so multi-talented. And I do think going off of this storyline, which he created himself, he will be around and he's going to have a long future here, not just on camera, but off camera too. Interesting. That's what Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion, just said. Wow. Uh, this is, yeah, so the Sports Kita via Cage Side Seats uh, with That's the transcript there. That's interesting. So it, I kind of get the feeling that, that, you know, man, by the way, Impact yesterday, I was watching Impact. They were showing, like, clips uh, to, to try to generate, you know, they, every week they do, like, a what is it? Impact streaming service clip of the week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they were showing a clip, of course. From Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Or, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Drew Galloway versus uh, Bobby Lashley. He gave Bobby Lashley a tombstone. I've never seen a tombstone look this safe in my life, but I swear Bobby Lashley's head was basically at, like, Drew's crotch. <laughs> it was, like, the safest-looking tombstone. Then he dumps it on his head, and he's like, oh, you got me, brother. Anyways. Uh, oh, what a great segue. Anyways. Yeah. Speaking of guys who can't take a good tombstone, uh, Hulk Hogan. Apparently has been banned from AEW, and we found this out in the most roundabout way. Uh, yesterday, we learned two things. Number one, I was completely wrong about Linda Balea, Hulk Hogan's ex-wife, when I was talking about her so effusively in the Dark Side of the Ring Season 1 recap that we had this past week. Uh, because apparently she's a big turd. Uh, so she had some, and we, I'm glad you didn't, you didn't reference these actual tweets, but she was saying some pretty pretty bad things. Yeah, she has since deleted the tweet. Oh, okay. Well, there you go then. Uh, I'm sure there are screen caps abound uh, if you want to see them. Yes. yes. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, she said some some pretty crappy things in the context of everything that's going on in the country right now. And uh, Tony Khan responded in a tweet to one of these things that Linda said. And he says, you've now joined your husband in being banned from all AEW shows, congratulations. Uh, now, her ex-husband, anyways, is Hulk Hogan. We're assuming that's who Tony Khan was talking about. Um, so which of the many things that Hulk Hogan has done in his days, Larson, to uh, to raise the ire of uh, people everywhere, uh, do you think it was that Tony Khan? Because here's the thing. It's one thing to, sort of to have in your mind, well, if anybody... If, 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 you know, if Hulk Hogan comes knocking, if his agent comes knocking, you know, we're not going to be interested. It's one thing to have that on your mind or, yeah. or, to, or just the understanding of that. It's another thing to publicly say this person's been banned. Usually I would think that would mean there is a specific thing that Hogan yeah, might have said know. or done. And, it, and his it. choice of words using banned makes leads me to believe this is beyond, hey, we're just not interested in working with them. If he were to show up. Uh, at one of their shows, they would turn him away, essentially. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, as you as you uh, referenced earlier, which of the the several things got him banned from AEW? Take your pick, probably. But it's, or, it's impossible yeah. to know if there's a specific thing, you know. Or I mean, it, it could be something in private. It could be something we don't know about. It could be exactly. Know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. But uh, but in any event, uh, if you're looking forward to seeing Hulkamania run wild uh, in AEW, who has done a pretty good job of bringing in 
various legends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe Tony Khan. Maybe maybe Tony Khan has the Impact streaming service and saw what happened in two thousand and nine or so when they when brought, they brought Hulk Hogan in, Bischoff in, yeah, and uh, and that particular company, which man had just a, a really decent time going there. Uh, that really didn't help things. No. Anyways, uh, speaking of AEW, that's on tonight, as is, is. NXT. It, yes, both of and them are in on. In fact, we have a preview for those shows. We do. NXT preview. Uh, going back to Drake Maverick, he gets his shot at the interim Cruiserweight Championship tonight. He and El Hijo del Fantasma in the finals of this tournament to crown an interim champion for the NXT Cruiserweight division. Uh, who's your money on, Steve? Drake. Drake Maverick. It's Drake Maverick. They've set it up. Dude, they don't overthink this. <laughs> they've they've set it up so that if he loses, he's been adamant, adamant about this. If he loses, he's out of the company. He wins. He keeps his job. See, the Two sources room. here, Brian Alvarez and Drew McIntyre, have that. said there is wiggle room staying. that if he is on the verge of winning and gets screwed out of victory, uh, that's there's wiggle room there to keep him keep him around. You're overthinking it. Who do you and who, who's and your money he's still, on? He's getting over based on the chase. Who's your money on, title. dude? Who's your money on? I'm not. I'm not betting on this one. <laughs> I don't think it's a sure thing that Drake wins because there's always wiggle room if he loses. So he doesn't leave. You know what I mean? Where's, where's my wallet? This Best Buy gift card that my wife got me for whatever the last goofy holiday. Was this Valentine's Day? I don't know what she got this for me. $25 at Best Buy is on the line. Drake Maverick wins. I don't have a course. What are you putting up? What are you putting up that's worth 25 bucks? The, the way my luck has gone lately, I'm not going to put up anything. <laughs> Get out of here with that uh, nonsense. Mia Yim and Candice LeRae take their hostilities to the ring. Goodness. Wow. Uh, over on AEW, we got Cody versus Jungle Ooh, Boy for TNT. the TNT Championship. Who yes. do you think the first? So Cody has said, uh, challengers from outside AEW welcome. Uh, who do you think the first non-AEW talent is going to be that comes in and challenges him? Or oh, is that bring just... In, bring in Jeff Cobb. Bring him back. That's good. That's good. Uh, this is a good match, man. I hope Jungle Boy wins. <laughs> I hope Cody loses the first title. I think that'd be awesome if Lance Archer screws Cody out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. Uh, after that, we've got because that way he doesn't have to like nobody from not AEW can come in. You know, that's because that's, that's kind of a difficult thing. Everybody signed with Impact. Uh, let's see. Hey, why here. does one of those people sign with Impact? You don't know. What's that? Why just one of those people sign with Impact? I mean, we're not going to know if any anybody else of uh, the names listed by Impact and that promo are going anywhere else because. I think Slammiversary is three days oh, no. after the non-compete clause. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying in general, all the names out there have like signed with places in general. You know, it's like there's not a lot of people who are like non-AEW that, or I'm sorry, non that haven't been signed yet that are free like agents. Yes, a name. You, you know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, the current tag team champions, are taking on apparently in a title match. Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc, even though there are already number one contenders yeah, out there in the doesn't best friends. Sense. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't They're still figuring out. It's okay. Give it to Yeah. Uh, also, Chris Ch- uh, Jericho versus Colt Cabana. Oh, that's going to be a fun match. Mm-hmm. Both these guys are probably. Boy, that's going to be fun. Has Colt been on. Uh, Colt's had. Has Colt Cabana been on Jericho's podcast? Uh, that I don't know. Does he, is Colt Cabana. Does he believe in reptilian elite, dude? 
<laughs> no idea. No idea. Uh, talk is Jericho. Let's uh, find also, out. Also, we got an FTR interview with Tony Schiavone. That'll be good. Uh, episode 32, the Jericho Cruise. So he did an Art of Wrestling podcast on the Jericho Cruise. Ah, that's right. Don't know if Jericho actually made an appearance on it. Yeah, who knows? Uh, also, let's see here. Uh, Nyla Rose. Oh, that's cool. An FTR interview. Nyla Rose versus Big Swole. And then finally, Brian Cage will be in action. Uh, which one of the uh, uh, jabronis from QT Marshall School? Um, his name Alan Angels. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he's been on a lot of episodes of Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Making making a name for himself, that yep. Alan yep. Ingalls. All right. Anyways, that's it for the news brief. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, Friendo Club TV is coming up a little bit later in the day. Yep. Uh, depending on when you're watching this, of course. So, YouTube channel members, Twitch subscribers, and patrons, $5 and up. Check it out. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be live. Yep. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.